0: Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, the weekly... Fuck it, I'm keeping it in. Welcome to the Weekly Vanguard Podcast, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. I'm Atlas.
1: I'm Matt. That was my entire day today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's root beer. What happened?
1: No, just constantly stumbling over while I'm trying to record this clan identity video. I'm just going to write out a proper script. I... I don't think I have, have the wherewithal to actually continue a train of thought uninterrupted without a script.
0: Mm. I mean, understandable. A lot of people have to write scripts for YouTube videos. It's no big deal, dude. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, the the like great speakers of history. There has to be a blooper reel out there, right? I mean, probably. <laughs> oh my god! Where it's like uh, December seventh, nineteen forty-one. A day which will uh, uh, a day that hang on, can I try that again? <laughs> a day which will live in infamy. You know, there has to be yeah. one of those. But uh, Matt, you uh, you had an episode. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So I thought we'd give give our final goodbyes to V series, so we never have to look at it again. You might say, but V premium don't care. I'm moving along. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna play regular premium where I get to play s- where I get to play nonsense. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye to V premium with I guess you know you might call it a sunset show or you know a send off as it were, so that we can complain about V series one last time. Mm-hmm. Now that we are officially out of cards, oh uh, except Bang Dream, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, so
1: <laughs> it's okay, we'll just do a we'll pack opening for that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let uh let Reaper handle that one. So yeah, so uh, so I guess we should. I want to start off with like just general how we felt about V series, and so I guess I'll so I guess I'll ask Atlas first here. Uh, so on like an A through F scale, Atlas, uh, what, what what grade do you give V series?
0: So when you say V series, you mean both standard and premium through the mm. entirety of, or what? So uh, if you want to, you can be two separate
2: grades, for like standard and premium, okay. if, uh, if if it matters.
0: Okay, if you're averaging out the entirety of V-Series, I think for Standard, I'm going to give it a D plus. Okay. Um, The reason being that I didn't really enjoy Standard all that much. I felt like I was peer pressured into it by the people around me who Fair. were afraid of trying to do premium, which at the beginning, fine. You had uh, Ezl being ridiculous. But aside from that, I think it was just a smaller card pool that was less fun, that got even more less fun as time went on. Um, and then, no, no, I
2: completely
0: buy that. Yeah. What did you say, you don't know if you completely buy that? No, no, I, com- I completely buy that. Yeah. And then for premium, I gotta go, I'll give it, like, a B- minus because it started out pretty rough there, like the, you know, 17 Excel circles with the Ezel and them having to like hit a bunch of stuff. A lot of, of it stuff. not
2: helped by premium collections, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, premium collections <laughs> would make it
0: worse. <laughs> okay, can I just get a G guard? Would that be cool? No, we're gonna give you a stride that gets out of the way.
2: Like my god. Okay, whatever. I like that Murakumo good now, despite not get ever getting a G guard. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, that's like in yeah, in spite of itself. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, B minus because like as it went on, the bigger card pool in. V-Series ended up making it so that it meshed better with your, you know, G-Era stuff, especially when we got the V-Series retrains, which while ironically being bad for standard, because that's when stuff got really crazy, and you had every deck doing everything, for premium, it allowed you to use your older support, and it kind of made these decks, like, more fun to put together. Mm. And that's that.
2: So and what about you, Ripker? Uh...
1: On the whole, probably like a C minus. Like I do, I did like the slower pace of standard when it first came out originally. He uh, I thought, uh, G just started getting too crazy by the end, and I I appreciated the back to basics approach. I remember, back at UCR, we had a brief thing where we played like Limit Break era cards, and that was pretty fun.
0: Oh, I remember and so that. that. That was, was kinda... kind of
1: a throwback to like the early days of vanguard but then and, of course it all went downhill by like gift twos
2: yeah i i re- what i really enjoy, and that's kind of what i'm forward to about d right is like having uh having you know a convenient like a you know slightly slower game like turn four kind of game because mm-hmm. you know based on you know some of like i'm and not i'm not gonna say too much on it because we've only seen like nine cards or something uh but like you know yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, I don't know if they're aiming toward kind of a, you know, ride grade 3 opponent gets ride grade 3 with their if opponent's grade 3 ability, and then you have Persona ride to go into that. So, you know, if we have some kind of back and forth that way, that could be it could be kind of neat. Uh, but I'm kind of looking for that kind of dynamic going into the era that, you know, we didn't really have in, uh, in the era.
1: Mm-hmm. Then, for premium, I'm going to slightly disagree. I think it I think it's been, like, a lot of ups and downs, but I think, on the whole, premium has actually gotten worse because all of the retrains did radically different things than they did originally. It's actually really hard to try and splash in a lot of your old support. Mm -hmm. And because of how ridiculous V got by the end, like, your old support feels really bad to use because they're either lower power levels or worse, lower shield values.
2: Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know if if you have anything more to say about uh, that but I, I kind of give I'm kind of in the c minus for standard uh, mm-hmm. I thought standard had a couple points in it where it was pretty interesting or where uh-huh. like I enjoyed certain things about it uh, which I'll get a little more into later like I really like uh you know like Shiryuki's era that kind of thing I thought zobach was really cool despite being you know the best deck etc mm-hmm. um, but yeah uh uh, there were a lot of uh, problems, especially, you know, by the end where, you know, these decks that just scaled so fast, so well like, you know, you had Luard into Gergwit, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, come
2: on <laughs> and, you yeah. know, that, and that goes without saying, even casino decks like Dot X and uh, Gabriel, um, as well so,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, which are and also just hyper unfun, right?
1: Yes, and I think unfortunately that carries over into premium because you could just still play these decks and make it so your opponent didn't have time to do all the cool premium things with their strides. It's like, premium these days feels just like you play the same standard deck because it's so fast it can kill most people before it ever really gets into being premium.
0: So, you said you diva c minus a C-minus to standard? Mm-hmm. What about premium?
1: I mean, that... That depends entirely on how people decide to play it, because I think Rice had mentioned it on Tangents, where if you play a good deck, then you basically don't get to have fun, because you're just basically playing Standard at that point. But But also, like, because of the way Standard has shaken out, a lot of the premium decks are just not very fun because I can't do premium things. Like, I was trying to do some deck building with Neo Nectar, and I'm just like, oh, right. All these strides are meant to support Bloom, and I can't even use the retrained Asha because she has her own special token. And, like, the one token stride that we have is banned currently. <laughs> and it's just super lame. So, I don't really know how to grade premium because it oftentimes feel like I'm playing standard, but somehow less fun because... There's, like, the knowledge that I could be doing something more interesting, but also there's all these unfun aspects of the game and that are just kind of there, ruining the experience. I mean, it's important
0: to remember that we don't have to come to some kind of consensus. We're allowed to disagree, so...
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, I don't, I'm not sure how to grade it, What grade that feeling of, like, I feel like there could be fun here, but, like, because v-standard exists it like kind of sucks the fun out of premium where it's essentially the same format but there's things that are cooler i could have been doing if i had like the good the proper stride support that some clans got but not all of them
0: should have been g-guards man 2020 could have been i don't know (laughs) There's that, and then, like, the thing with, uh, like, it became this game of damage denial, right? So you had, like, mm-hmm. Tempest Sphere or uh, Zazan as, like, that's how you turn on your GB stuff. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then, like, even recently, the the biggest uh, decks in the game right now are just Genesis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and Kagero, because it can beat Genesis.
1: Yeah, because Genesis was somehow given, like, three different loops.
0: Yeah, it was either Big Astral Boy loop, uh, you know, Lightnear Lightnear loop. loop,
1: or what? Regalias others? could also, like, kind of loop themselves.
0: Kind of, yeah. Um, but, like, you had that, and then you just had, like, Stand Trigger abuse with Blademaster, but also they have Denial Griffin, so that's your check to Genesis. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Very weird,
2: but yeah, my grade my grade was the same as uh, uh, C- minus was same as uh and that's and mine's a uniform between standard and premium. In my opinion, okay, uh, I mm. think premium got a lot of ruined by a lot of, of not only fighters. Uh, sorry, premium collection one, but even premium collection two as well. Uh, yeah, and I think like premium at the highest at, with the best decks is very uh, unfun. It's basically like loops and worrying about loops. The meta
1: game, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: kind of uninteresting to me.
0: They really could have just made Mirror's thing once per turn. Was it that hard? Could have. They, they could, could have, have done that.
2: <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, the next question I wanted to ask, and I'll start with uh, Rupier this time. Uh, what was your favorite favorite thing about V series? Yeah, uh,
1: like I already kind of talked about it, but I like that at least initially we got a kind of back to basics approach. Sure, sure. Like it was refreshing playing the game at a slower pace. And kind of having the more low-key key play styles that made OTT actually a viable deck for a while.
0: It's true, it was that. And what about you, Alice? Favorite thing about V-Series, I think... Not just the slower playstyle was nice at first, but then I got bored very quickly. Was, I think, the general cost of a lot of decks tended to go down... Obviously, there were outliers, but you had at least for you know fits and starts there a few viable decks at a time, so it was easier to put stuff together. Especially because you didn't have a G zone to worry about. I feel like you guys think, are looking uh, at me like I'm insane.
2: I know, I know. No, I think uh, I think uh, the price was actually really nice. Like like I mentioned for the Shiryuki deck, um, it was it cost like fifty dollars. It it's a fifty dollar like tier one deck. Yeah, and you were just like okay because no one wanted to buy Murakuma cards.
0: Oh, because they still had it in their head, oh, it's Murakumo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It was, like, before Hugo, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so, like,
2: you're just like, okay.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite thing
2: about V-Series? Uh, my favorite thing about V-Series was, uh, hmm, I liked, what was my I've complained a lot about V-Series. I know.
0: <laughs> We've all complained. I,
2: I really liked how there were, there were a couple decks that I just really liked. Like, I really liked, uh, uh, like, playing, like, really aggressive, like, Spikes decks were pretty fun. Like, there were, like, really, like, narrow decks that even weren't even, like, necessarily good that I just enjoyed playing. And I really liked, you know, that kind of, like, uh, like you said, like, mid-range-ish, whatever that means in this game, style of deck, where you didn't really you don't really have that in G because, you know, you need to either kill them or they kill you, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, unless you have, like, special, unique answers.
0: Mm-hmm. So I,
2: I really enjoyed that, that kind of style, at least for a while and then mm-hmm. it kind of went off the rails until I rode Grid 3, I tried to kill you <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah, alright, so uh, Alice, what was your least favorite thing about V-Series?
0: Uh, I gotta go with the latter part of uh, V-Series where they tried to overcorrect by having it be like, the more powerful effects were in mind if your opponent's also on grade 3, you can do this so they kind of just made a new problem of instead of stuff killing you, the stuff from before that could kill you just continued to be popular, Angerblader mm-hmm. being the best example. Um, right. And uh, instead of just, you know, being a little more aggressive with the ban list, which I guess they got to eventually. Um, the other annoying thing about V-Series, and this has nothing to do with card design, it has to do with my local meta and the people around me, was the uh, bullheadish way they refused to look at premium after the five seconds they saw Ezel being broken. And I feel like a lot of people around me missed out on uh, something really fun. I got a few people to come with me, you guys included, but it's still something that I think what's that, co- what is it, confirmation bias where after you've made it you're up your mind about something, you just are tempted to write it off forever? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel like that's the wrong word. If I if I have the wrong word, just tell me. Cause uh, yeah, no, you're fine.
1: wrong. No. Yeah, I think confirmation bias yeah. works.
0: So yeah, that that pretty much. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh Rupier, what was your
2: least favorite thing?
1: Uh, oh, well, this is on my mind already because I'm like working on a video for this, but the lack of clan direction for a lot of V. Where I feel like every set the clans would just kind of subtly shift their priorities in a way that made deck building really hard, especially for premium.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, Neo Nectar, you have, like, plant tokens, and then bigger plant tokens, and then all of a sudden Asha has her own special token that has nothing to do with the regular plant tokens that you were already making. <laughs> or, like, Bermuda Triangle having seven different play styles
0: right well because like we made jokes about that right where it was that everyone does everything all the time
1: it's not even that everyone does everything it's just like every time a clan gets a new set of support it's something different like genesis is another one where you have divine gauge and then you have the astral plane and then like sort and then i think the set after that they did all three they did both of those and also Fenrir from G era, and he was just kind of the same skill he had in G, so it was now three things shoved all into the same set.
0: Mm-hmm. Plus, you had all the other clans in that set, you were subdividing mm-hmm. a subdivision.
1: Yeah. And it's just really annoying that, like, I. Especially because now we're kind of focusing more on premium now that standard is. Kinda going away into overdress, but like, trying to make a deck sometimes is just, I look at the cards and then I look at, you know, the old support that they have and I'm like, these are nothing alike and none of the older strides really do anything for me in this situation. What do?
0: I think that's what made a stride like Marduk so powerful was because it showed up mid-battle phase, you could do all the stuff you wanted to do with mm-hmm. your other guy in the main phase. Yeah. and then go into Marduk mid-battle phase. Like, you basically don't have to go into anything ever again. Um, you know, like, Amaruta us or whatever, notwithstanding mi- for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's what uh, G-Zone is for, is like a weird pseudo-side deck, which I think we did some episode about yeah. forever ago. but Yeah, which probably...
1: <laughs> hmm But yeah, like... Vermia Triangle and Neo Nectar are just kind of standard plus for Premium, and you just barely touch the G-Zone, and it's kind of sad, because that's kind of half the point of playing Premium, is you can stride, but because uh, the design of these clans went in a radically different direction than they were in the past, it's just hard to build a deck sometimes. Makes and sense. It's especially lame when you play a clan that only gets periodic support, because like With the Astroplane, they were able to fix it within a couple sets because Shin was the main character, Mm -hmm. so of course he's going to get constant support. But you compare that to something like Mega Colony, where it's like, okay, we're just going to kind of do the machining thing. No, 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 wait, we're going to mill your opponent's deck. No, 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 now we're going to do cradle markers. And it's just like every set was something different.
0: I mean, in the case of Mega Colony, I don't think that was just V-Series, but yes, otherwise I agree with you.
2: Matt? Miley's um, favorite thing, I, I think I I think I 100% agree with what he was saying where they're just trying to do way too many different things in like, such a short time. And so the decks that get uh, support that can kind of be more generic or it's just really good on release you know, things like Luard, right? Which is pretty much just like its own thing on release but on the piggybacking off of some other support basically, that was more generic it's just like, and you know the clans who got less support were just screwed. Like, they'd get, like, oh, you get, like, one set a year? Here's the new thing. Like, it was, like, you know, no, like, Mega Col- like like Meg is the best example where they did three different things.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And, you know, one with, what, how many set times to get support? Four? I think so.
0: Mm-hmm. It's such a tragedy that the Clans Selection Plus stuff was so interesting <laughs> and would have been so good if it was, like, early to mid V-Series. You're like...
2: Yeah, like a year ago. Yeah. It yeah. would have been sick. It's just not.
1: Yeah. Especially because a lot of the clan selection stuff is a departure from what. from, like, the vague direction that they had in Viera. Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, yeah, that was probably my least favorite thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What deck did you enjoy playing the most, Reaper?
1: I mean, that's hard to say because I've only started getting back into the game recently, so the only context I have is, like, the first set of the game with ott and then very recently with bermuda triangle stuff all right
2: and uh, what about you Alice? Uh, or sorry go ahead
1: i mean i guess if i had to make a decision between just that like the most recent bermuda stuff is fun doesn't necessarily feel overpowered so as long as no one's playing like a top tier meta deck it's good for casual play
0: all right now let's do you have a favorite deck of the v-series uh, for V series, I gotta say for standard, I'm gonna go with uh, that first Angerblader Tachikaze build. So cheesy, it's so fun. Uh, it
2: is dangerously cheesy.
0: Yeah, like a like a mozzarella stick fresh out of the toaster oven, just. Mm-mm. And the uh, for premium, I think the various incarnations of Pale Moon that I was able to experiment with, because having Excel markers led to so many more options for multi-attacking. And the strides would facilitate pulling stuff in and calling stuff out, and then your guys would call more guys, and it was it was just such a fun deck to pilot. Grand Blue was also a similar thing, where because you could just call over stuff mid battle phase, it was very fun to pilot. And I think that's what made a deck fun for me is fun piloting. Same with Anger Blader, but Anger Blader was easy to do. Still yeah. fun. So, uh,
2: <laughs> one so I had I, so there's two decks that are like in contention. One was the Zonbaku deck uh, originally, and then one was the Hugah deck, and those are probably the decks I played uh, that I, that you know that that they have the most runs with, basically. Oh, but amazing. I think I really liked the Zonbaku deck because you're often just like kind of even even if you know you're not fully locking them, you're just activating that Zonbaku ability, right? and preventing the re-ride, not even caring if they, you know, you're not stunning the vanguard, you're just preventing the re-ride was, like, good enough. And I thought that was really sick. Hmm. And so I really I really, uh, I really enjoyed playing that deck. Uh, and then, of course, Hyuga just made you feel like a cool guy. Because you're like, uh, oh, here's my 28k everything on turn three. And you're just like, what a fair deck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That deck is, uh, I don't know. I think I enjoyed the Zanbaku deck more than that
0: one. You know what's ironic is that the Zanbaku thing, you could probably, like, if that were to still exist in Overdress, where I'm not sure how important Persona Ride's gonna be, but I feel like it's gonna be a thing because of the effects we've Mm -hmm. seen so far. It's like, if you Persona Ride it, you can do this extra thing. I feel like it's gonna be important for momentum. So, like, even if you were to just shut that off for a turn, that might, like, you know make it oh, easier yeah, to make the comeback large. it'd
2: be very large actually
0: yeah arguably more so
1: big um, huge
2: so the next question is a harder one uh what deck did you enjoy like what deck would you think was fun to play against
0: oh that's a hard one that's a good yeah. one yeah
2: like what deck didn't make you groan when you saw it across? Like what you know? Like what deck where you're like, oh, sick. Oh, this this match was like kind of interesting.
0: See, the good thing about editing is I can come back and cut out the parts where like, hmm. Well, yeah. So don't don't worry about doing that. I'll I'll take care of it. In post. And <laughs> um, be mad at you. What if I just leave this part in for everyone? Like, why would he leave that part in? No, no, no be mad at us while you're editing. Right. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. I've been I've been mad at different stuff while editing, like this bed frame I took two days to put together. Fuck you idea. <laughs> um let's see. So deck I had most fun playing against I think in the early days of V series with the Zanbaku deck where like, yes, you could prevent the re ride but that wasn't always going to kill you. hmm and uh you, like yes, you lost Twin Drive, and that was a huge swing in momentum. But they would it would cost a lot of resources to do so.
2: Well, you, you could just you could make you could make it so like you would like basically you would not put them in three damage, right? You would deal like one damage to them, and they would prevent your reride. And then yeah. you would play this really slow game, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. That was fun to play. Yeah. against. no,
2: I completely agree. And I and I, I think when you're playing the Zonbaku deck, like a lot of decks, were just you know, like a lot of people, like if people were dumb and just like damage you a bunch, you're like, okay, I'm gonna lock you out of the game. But, like, you know, if people were not dumb and gave you, like, 2 CB, you know, you were forced to just, like, all right, I'm going to lock you, um, or I'm going to prevent the ride, and then, you know, we're going to play out this game, but I'm going to have more attacks than you. Mm. And uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a fairly stable game plan uh, mm. overall. Uh, but uh, as far as decks I enjoyed playing against, uh, let's see. The answer is not Pale Moon. At any point, <laughs> at any point, so why? Cards, dude. Wait, what? oh, <laughs> hate it Soul just takes forever, dude. And then yeah. they like, draw six cards, and I'm just like, "But why?"
0: They draw six cards, and it's so much math,
2: right? And it's just, and you're it's just like, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this. So it's definitely not that one. Um,
0: <laughs> Accurate,
2: yes. I don't know. It's most of the early decks I thought were quite enjoyable. With Yuki I enjoyed playing against a lot of things because uh, <laughs> I could beat them. <laughs> Well, no, it's just, like, Shiryuki made matchups fun, dude. It's like, and you're bored. But, uh yeah, no, uh I guess I always like playing against things like... I thought the early Angel stuff was pretty cool to play against. Hmm. It wasn't, like, super oppressive, but it was... uh Games took a bit.
0: Oh, like with uh, and. Yeah. I
2: don't think the deck was... I mean, the deck was good, but it wasn't, like, you know... The mm-hmm. most nutty thing in the world, but I thought I thought that was pretty fun to play.
0: Not melody, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Bermuda Triangle related? You, you, it's like that meme with the guy with the hands they on his hips. They just throw
2: thirty-six K columns at you, dude.
0: Yeah, and they restand.
1: It's like, only
2: thirty-five. I mean, that's like you know base, <laughs> and the, you know the ones with a force marker is larger, mm-hmm. for some reason.
1: Yeah, I was like. Re- when I was playing Melody, I was reaching like sixty k consistently.
2: Oh yeah, no, I mean certainly you can do that. Well, wait, uh, was the old Melody or the new Melody? Old, old Melody? Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I, I was just saying, like on their grade two, on their grade three turn, mm-hmm. you know, before. Ripier. Maybe they don't find everything, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's so uh? What about you, Again, hard to say because I was out of the game for so, oh, so much of V. Right, right. I mean, it can uh, still be at any point, like,
0: any point you were playing.
1: Yeah. That would just be recently, so... Oh. <laughs> basically anything without a loop <laughs> because okay. of recent oh, games. Fair.
2: Yes. Agreed. So not Kumo, got it.
1: <laughs> like, I haven't played against Murakumo's loop yet. I just know that I am very tired of playing against Genesis loops.
2: Oh, there's the Murakumo loop is very bad but a the better Murakumo deck uh, just plays Yuga.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> there is a Murakumo loop, though. It's just very bad. That. Is that the thing with uh, the
0: Shadow Stitch and the calling the guy yeah, over the, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You need a Tanba, people, dude. Yeah. It is not good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I was just going to say not Genesis, both because of, like, getting hit by Valkyrion, but also having to constantly help Chris tests various versions of Regalia. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's not, again, that's not really a problem of the card design. That's the problem of the
0: people around you.
2: <laughs> I, gener- I, I, I generally enjoy playing against Aquaforce, though.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, just generally.
2: I, I just enjoy playing against Aquaforce. I think the matchups are uh, generally very tight. It uh, require good guarding and stuff like that. I in, gen- mm-hmm. in general, I've
0: always enjoyed playing against Aquaforce. I think, uh, like, Nubatama, as it was kind of figuring its shit out, was kind of neat to play against... It wasn't always mm, challenging, true. but it was kind of neat to watch it work.
2: Sometimes New is really lame, though. Oh, like, yeah. there are some games where Nubitama's, is like pretty cool, and then there's some games where you're just like, come on, man. <laughs>
1: it's like your friend going through it's some phases Yo you're like... before it got choice restricted. Oh,
0: yeah. oh my god! Not stuff like that. I more mean like, all right, I can uh, call this. I can do like the domination token thing. Like that was neat. <laughs> if yeah, anything else... the dominate
1: token was pretty neat.
0: Or Nubitama yeah they... all right,
2: so I'm gonna ask a, a question that might be different that might that might have a different answer than your previous one what was your most played deck in v series Alice
0: my most played deck in v series yeah. great nature number one with all the bullets and not necessarily due to how good they were or because I like super special awesome love pandas it was just because I had most of the cards to begin with um mm-hmm. And that also goes back to like me starting to play the clan in general was having a trade binder full of Leopolds and Binoculi and being mm-hmm. like, No one's playing with this, I should give it a try. So I like it would have I would be experimenting with it the most and uh see. Yeah. So again that was uh just a, you know, a thing of proximity and not so much how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's just Jamie Hugh
2: almost almost the entire time mm-hmm. when it came out, so uh, mine's pretty easy. And what about you, Ruby? I guess it, again, might be a little skewed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, in this case, in terms of just, like, things I tested out during various points of V, I think I actually tested out Dark Irregulars the most. Oh, Interesting. that checks
2: out. The shar <laughs> deck? The deck's
1: sick. Yeah, shar sure, but also I, like, tested Brufus and Hard Legs when that came out. I also tested No-Life King when that came out.
2: Yeah. Well, so- I got some sweet cards
1: yes they do and like I really don't like playing Melody so I was just never into Bermuda Triangle during V until like Pacifica kind of but that deck was really inconsistent and I didn't play it as much as I Mm. maybe wanted to and then like it just took so long for them to finally get support similar to what they had in the olden days
2: alright Reaper, I need need to ask I have a question for you Okay. what card did you hate losing to? The most.
1: I mean, brought it up before, but I am getting, but after a few games against it, I am getting quite tired of Valkyrion's loop looping itself. Oh, under, to stand completely
2: trigger. understandable. Completely <laughs> understandable. What about you, Alex?
0: Yeah, especially recently, I can understand why that might be a thing. I think what annoyed me the most, losing to this, is going to seem completely uh, out of left field. But Brant. Anybody oh, remember okay. Brant? Uh-huh. <laughs> <You laughs> the embodied son. Okay, here's why I hated losing to Brant was because there was there was this like group of people at my locals who made Brant like you know those people who get so into trolling they kind of forget who they are. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I don't even know what I like anymore. I just like like stuff that people hate for no. They were those kind of people. But Brant, for those who forgot, was a card that would reverse uh trigger effects. It was a Link right, right, card. Right. And they finally released it in English in V series. Almost as like a lark. They were like whatever, you can have it. And n- never really topped any tournaments because, you know, it's random, of course. Um not actually that good. Not actually, but there's that one game in like 207 where you drive check a heal and it makes you take a damage when you're at 5 and you lose on the on your turn. And and they're it's like very <laughs> annoying, and they're like, "Ha ha! Like, I got the win this round. Suck on that, go to losers' round." Like, it's just—it's not a fun card to lose to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Grant <laughs> <Drance laughs> was a promo in G era, but nobody cared about that because it was just as bad back then.
2: it yeah. was also bad. And what? Am, what about you, Rupert? Did you have a card that you hated losing to? Oh, yeah, no, you mentioned about Carrion. All right. Yep. I, I have one. And This one's gonna seem really dumb, but it's got a Buster Dragon mostly oh. because I, I okay so i don't even think that card was like that good it's just that sometimes you just didn't have a pg and they were just like hurt the gauntlet Buster. and you know they yeah. have like two cards in hand because they're playing you know because they you know threw everything into their fucking gauntlet Buster, and they just don't have a pg and die you're just like, come on.
0: So that same kind of logic with Brand.
2: Exactly, exactly. It's just kind of like, oh, I'm just gonna hope they have a PG and go and go in on this gongle buster mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. turn, basically. PG and, and you know there are games you you draw you're playing as Arkhami with like two PGs and you're like, you can't lose. <laughs> 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 and you're just like, great. And then they would, so you know, there were these random games you just didn't find one, and then they'd be like, go in anyway, and you die. to the- Freaking Gallon Buster is the worst. Anyway, maybe you know, maybe two to pass it. They check two. You know, the, the full the full shebang. It just felt bad.
0: Yeah, it was very helmet.
2: Um, yeah, that's that my that was mine. All right, uh, Atlas.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What bad deck did you enjoy the most?
0: Most of the things I played. No, I uh, I think the bad deck. Bad, that...
2: bad is relative, of course. Like bad is definitely relative to the things around it of course
0: okay um, i think in terms of bad decks i enjoyed the most in standard i think that i quite enjoyed um, grand blue in standard okay. because Wait. like the best hurt oh
2: oh yeah
0: yeah like the best hurt stuff that was fun um, yeah, yeah, and It was slow as hell, but it was fun. Um, all right, all right. And then for premium, I think my favorite bad deck is going to be interesting. Nightmare Dolls? Um, right. For Pale Moon, because again, same thing. Lots of weird shit, but like, Nightmare Dolls have like a baked-in loop to them that, that's like a two-card setup. It's not hard to accomplish. It's not going to, you know, top a regional anytime soon, but uh, it's super fun to be like, oh, you're at, you're at, uh, five, or attack with Alice, counterblast, Soul Blast. get grade two, sucker back in, call Alice back out again with plus five. I'm gonna keep doing this till you die. They're like, oh, okay. So I guess I
1: die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Loops are fun when you're the one doing it.
0: Well, it's not even a loop, because you go until you run out of counterblast. Yeah. yeah. And there's no way to, like, uh, countercharge mid-battle phase, so... You uh, it's just like an insane amount of attacks for not a lot of investment, which was nice. But uh, yeah, that. What about what about you, Ripper? Well,
1: okay, so I have because two I... of them. One oh. is Pacifica,
2: for sure, which you you mentioned a little bit before.
1: Yes, because the deck is super inconsistent in standard. You just it's hard to find only the four Pacificas. But when you do manage to pull it off, it's like, okay, I hope you have nine cards in your hand.
2: Definitely do not.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was fun, and the other one is Vic uh for standard is Victor, where mm. that one is really fun aggro deck. It has like okay advantage, it's just it can never make big enough numbers that triggers will just shut you down.
2: Sounds like Nova Grappler.
1: No, that sounds like Aqua Force. It's
2: both uh-huh. <laughs> Same clans. Yeah, my favorite bad deck is something that might be surprising.
0: <laughs> is it brand? I
2: real <laughs> no, what? No, it's Cole Magnum, the Mega Colony guy. Wait, and the reason? So the machine, the the deck with uh like machining Sag Beetle and Cole Magnum, or not Cole Magnum? The uh, sorry, uh, Gunning Colia.
0: Oh yeah, it was like Cole <laughs> yeah, Magnum's Colio, the, sorry, the, Stanford Stanford yeah. Colio, the the stand you hate. Gunning
2: Colia the the if your opponent mills a three or, you know, zero in that order does something. You know, it's, Whichever uh, order it was. so on,
0: on play gets triple drive, uh, put this top mill deck. If they a three, if it's then a, you get
2: another drive.
0: Yeah. And then, uh... And then
2: activate Soul Blast at grade three. They mill a card if they... And then they can't guard with cards of that grade. Yeah. So, the idea was, is that you would use his second active effect to soul blast to get as to mill a zero i think and totally. then you would use that in phantom black to make it where they couldn't guard your Antlion. but the the way the deck actually worked is you would just never actually mill the zero and you <laughs> would just sit you would just rewrite uh gunning coleos for like until you decked out basically <laughs> so you pretty much just did you just spun your wheels until finally that until you finally died uh yeah. <laughs> and like you know,
1: the thing that will always happen is you mill a grade zero and then a grade three
2: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was it was the worst <laughs> and and but there was just something really really uh, comforting knowing that the, your entire game plan is in the hands of this this card doing what you needed to do and like if it didn't you just couldn't win <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful also i really like uh uh the grade three giftless guy, Hell's demise. I really like that. Hell,
0: but there are all these cards that like didn't like you never really ran into them except for the one guy who's like I've been playing Magic Colony since they came out. Like.
2: Oh, I absolutely despise
0: Mega Colony. I think that <laughs> clan is garbage. I mean I am
2: glad that Mega Colony players are saved from Mega Colony by it no longer existing. <laughs> but I really I really enjoyed playing Gun and Colio because it was so bad it was funny. I mean <laughs> it's like please let me win, no, okay.
0: <laughs> I've always felt kinda of bad for Mega Colony. it's always funny like seeing them suck the entire time and then seeing them win worlds two years in a row just because they happened to be the silver bullet for Ezel at the time. You not know, even like, sure if they
2: were. Might have just gotten lucky. Who knows? Yeah.
0: I mean, they. I, I, I like the kind of bug aesthetic, and I like the idea of, like, screwing with the opponent because you're the mafia or whatever. But, like, they never really did the concept well. So you're just Nope. Like, not even once. <sighs> <laughs> it's a shame. And now, and now they're becoming part of uh, Sylvan learning. Uh, do you guys remember oh, yeah. the Sylvan <laughs> tutoring commercials nope. from the early 2000s? No? None of you? Nope. No. Oh my god. Like, uh, seeing all these Stoicaia cards that they're revealing and they're being called, like, Sylvan this, Sylvan that, I'm just like, so it's teaching you math? You think Sylvan means... Well, there's also an archetype in Yu-Gi-Oh! that's like plants and animals called Sylvan, so I get the feeling uh-huh. that it means something. Correct. Um, Hmm, who'd have thought? Let's see. Uh, oh, Sylvan, consisting of or associated with woods or wooded. Pleasantly mm-hmm. rural or pastoral. That makes more a lot of sense, though. <laughs> it's almost as if that yeah. word has a different <laughs> meaning. <laughs> so wait, what does that have to do with the learning, then? What, just like... It doesn't have to do with the fact they're animals. <sighs> okay, whatever, fine. All right.
2: Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, the next is what's your favorite card in V series? I'll go first since I've already answered this question about eight thousand times, Andrew and Bates. it is definitely uh, Shiryuki. Damn Holy it. shit, that <laughs> card is so dope! It does literally <laughs> everything I want a card to
0: do. Does everything? Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Come back to me on this one. Go to Revere first. All right, Rupert. Revere.
1: I mean, in terms okay. of like hilariously bad cards, Pacifica again.
2: Alright,
1: alright, that out, check that out. Just because, like, it's one of those cards where when it does work, it makes your opponent really mad, which is funny.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with Leopold. Uh, Not not just because it's great Nature, but because it was that first card that came out where I was like, oh my god, I can use this in both formats, and it's pretty good. Yeah. It and, is value. Sometimes. Yeah. It, er, yeah. <laughs> About a third of the time for me, it'd be like, Trader, Trader, oh, cool, thanks.
2: It must be terrible and premium when you ride a Leopold in trigger and you're like, god damn it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there have been a couple of times where I'm just like, all right, I'm just not going to waste the card to stride then. Uh, 32 with a crit. You know? <laughs> it happens. The The important thing was getting an extra circle and maybe be getting to populate that circle. And then my dumb ass was like, I should get SVRs of those. They'll last forever. They don't last forever. <laughs> so still got them. Awesome. All right. So, actually, if I, know, could I add
1: on, if I could add on a question to this, what was your least favorite card to play in V? To play with? Yes, to play with.
0: Ooh, ooh. <laughs> like, that you had to play, basically?
1: Yeah, either you tried it out and you were just like, holy crap, why? Or, like, you were forced to play it. Whatever reason, like, your least favorite card that you played at one point or another?
0: Binoculus Tiger. Mm. In my head, I was like, "Oh, you can mill. You either get a draw or you get to kill something and give five k to your front row." It never <laughs> quite fit in any deck. It was always just kind of like, "Yeah, you get it maybe twice," and it's like it never does it does what you want it to do. And then by the time you got to Isabel and it like you getting both effects, it was just like, I I just don't care anymore. <laughs> so it was right. just like such a disappointment.
1: Matt, how about you?
2: I don't remember the name of the card. Let me. I, I need to look up the name of a card. You can, uh, if you have one, if you know yours, you yeah. can, you can he say it. He remembers Gunning Colio, but he can't remember <laughs> the name. You no, know, there's his a card in card. that deck that you had to play that I just hated playing it. And I don't remember the name of it, so I gotta look it up. Please
0: give us a clan. Maybe we can help you.
2: I in megas, but no. like I have to, It was in the in the same deck as Gunning Colio. What clan do you think it is? Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that part.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I basically asked this question so I could complain about Valeos.
0: Oh, yes. Go holy ahead.
1: Shit. Aww. Like, holy shit, why is this card? Like, you know, Chaos is at least interesting and has premium application. You know, same with, uh, what's-his-face, Gestiel, but yeah. then we get to Valeos and this card is just like, why? Like, The power-subtracting thing being the focus for his support means that I can't really use any of the old blue wave strides. But, like, his own skill isn't good enough because he doesn't generate enough advantage, especially because he doesn't have a gift. So, like, it's hard to find the copy of himself for his persona blast call a bunch of things. Like... Uh, You're probably also just not going to find enough rear guards to really take advantage of his power minus. And then you're going to—so you make, like, a really mediocre turn where you have, like, five or six small one-card guards, and then you die because you have, like, four cards in hand. We could have just gotten Tetra Drive instead and had actual good support, but now we have to go wait for the V Premium collection.
0: I mean, at least you're getting it in the future, something. But, like, it just bothered me that for lore reasons that they were like, all right, all of the, the what were those called? Not the Lancers, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh,
1: I don't care enough to remember. Yeah, but also because, But also because, what's uh, her name? Gridora came out before Premium Collection, she does have a gift.
0: Oh, that's true. What the hell, is, what the hell, then? That's ridiculous. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Like, Volleyos has always been worse than Tetra Drive. It's... You know, it's hard to compare, like, G-Valeos to Tetra Drive because it came out at such a different point in the game. But if we were to compare them relative to their metas, like, Tetra Drive was obviously meta. Anger Boil, well, it wasn't meta. It was, like, good enough, especially for that period of the game. Especially once uh, Grade Stall decks started coming out. And then, you know, you get to Valeos and it's just like, okay... Favos is just so much better than this, and it like doesn't work with all of the old Tetra Drive style cards either. So it was just frustrating on both ends, where it wasn't good and it kind of lost the theme of the old support. Mm-hmm. I found. Oh so, yeah, rant what, over. What is
2: it? It's a grade two from Mega Colony called Water Gang. Water Gang! It's this grade 2 9K that says when it stands, you can count less one and put in your soul to draw two cards. Oh, I forgot This about card it. was so fucking dog
0: shit. This is probably the worst
2: card I've ever played.
0: Because you would, like, you'd put it in the front, you'd attack with it. It doesn't do anything at the time, right? And then the opponent yeah. goes, you know, next turn they're going to turn it into a draw. I'm just going to retire it, or attack it or whatever.
2: Or they'll just lay you and it just doesn't matter because you're playing Mega Colony.
0: <laughs> Again, I feel like that's not the problem of the card itself, but I can totally understand why you'd hate it.
2: Oh, uh, no, this card this card is garbage, dude. You this know what's ironic is, is the,
0: the original incarnation was it was just the on-hit counterblast two draw. That was probably a better card.
1: <laughs> <than the
0: original.
1: laughs> yeah, like, maybe your opponent will actually let that hit sometimes. Oh my god, this is the worst, man.
0: Oh, my God. Water Gang. He went through all that effort to remember Water Gang.
2: Dude, how would would I remember that card's name? It was so trash. I don't blame you. I don't
0: blame you at all. This is the
2: worst card I've ever ever played in V-Series.
0: All right. And then uh, we're coming up on the last question, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. This is it. All right. This one was from me. Uh, If you could have changed one thing about V-Series through its entire run... What would you have done?
2: Where to begin?
0: If uh, whoever wants to go first, they can. I know this is a a longer one.
1: I think... See, it's hard to just mention one distinct thing, but I think even keeping in mind the insane power creep by the end of, of V, I think the thing that they really messed up from the beginning was like the way the gift system was implemented because it's a good idea it's just as we could see with gift twos and stuff where once they started putting out things to kind of shore up the weaknesses of say excel like it just became so ridiculous and protect was something that like lost a ton of value as decks got stronger ironically enough
0: yeah, like it started off. It started off strong, and then like the only time a protect deck was ever meta was in spite of itself.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. because they had to go back to the end of G era. Everything does everything, so you know clans just kind of mesh together. But I think if gifts were implemented differently, i would I think I would have gotten rid of Excel entirely, and I probably would have tried to find a different way to implement the ideas of force and protect. I'm I'm not sure what that would be. Just trying to think off the fly, but I mean that's
0: a thing, definitely.
1: My
2: change. With, I I should have mentioned this on what I this I, what I like uh, least about V series is I should should should, should not had gifts honestly. Mm-hmm. GIFs were the honestly my least favorite thing about V series.
0: The only thing I liked about gifts was the concept of having extra front row circles. Yeah, that's the that only was, thing I liked about it.
2: And that was kind of the only thing that, like, eventually that was like what mattered the most, right? mm Hmm. Or like, can you pretend to have extra front row circles?
0: Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think
2: gifts kind of, as power level, as power went up, as power numbers went up, that was kind of the only thing that was important. I yeah. Think
1: if, if there's one thing, and, they, like force. So, I think Force 2 was also, like, really cheesy, so... I think I would just not have done Gift 2s in general, and... Like, Persona writing is an interesting take on the idea of Force 1. I I would like to see them implement some sort of Protect-esque mechanic at some point, just because more defensive cards is always a good thing.
0: Um, I think, like, aside from the stuff of, like, don't do Gift 2s, or... Uh, don't have everyone do everything. I think what they could have done was spread the releases out more. Like, that would have been such a simple fix. Mm-hmm. For, like, especially, like, like again, after Gift 2's came out, everything was just coming out a month and a half later, month and a half later, month later, that everything just felt so breakneck pace. But I think it that would have gone a long way for making the power creep not feel so breakneck. Mm-hmm. Um... Either that or if you're starting from the ground up and assuming you want to keep the imaginary gifts, I would make it so you have – with 24 clans, they should have had eight clans on each gift so that the balancing was easier. Protect got yeah. screwed for most of it, not just because it was hard to make that powerful, but because you only have six of them, so it's a numbers game at that point. hmm. Um if they had just gone, all right, we're gonna have Shadow Paladin be a protect clan because then you have a paladin on each clan, and fuck, I don't know, uh, yeah, Link Joker, Link Joker, whatever, like anything, you that it would just make it so you have a like a perfect balance, and especially because we, yeah. I remember when we, we were like, ooh, what gift, what what clans are gonna get, what gifts, uh. And Link Shurker was revealed to be forced, so we were like, that's probably a good thing, because if they keep lock, then that's too broken to have uh, protect gifts when the opponent only has one attack. They ended up not doing that for the, yeah. basically the entirety. So w- why not just And now that they
1: have lock, your lock grade 3 does not get gifts on its own. It has to steal them.
0: Yeah, so just, dude, like, <laughs> they, they could have made <laughs> yeah. that a protect plan without it really being much of a problem. I'm still mad that they didn't make Shadow Paladin that. Could have been a thing yeah. where they kept the ritual stuff, and it was like, you can discard grade ones, fill up your drops, yeah. uh, you know, like, yeah. No, like, hard.
1: Shadow Paladin being a Protect clan makes a ton of sense with how Protect is intended to work.
0: Yeah, where you kind of blow your wad at whatever, this and
1: that. Yeah, um, and also, like, they never really stuck to that decision either, where you know, like Protect was supposed to be building up to a big finish, but then they had, to putting, <laughs> they had to keep putting artificial walls on, like, every clan and then they just kind of stopped doing that in general, so that concept just never really played out the way I think we wanted it to at the beginning of V. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, as, as we get to the end of uh, V series here and move on to Overdress and You know, other stuff. Um, That's not to say we're never going to have episodes about V Premium. I'm sure we're going to have to at some point. (laughs)
1: Um, We're almost certainly going to have to do a set review because that will likely be the only product in that time frame.
0: Yeah. And again, I'm not saying this like, oh, we're going to do it reluctantly. Like, we care. We want to do that. But uh, But I'm only playing Spikes. That's my, that's my statement. Hey, man, you do you. If they were like, how come Atlas only talks about great nature? Well, then fucking sucks for you. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going to say that, like, V-Series, for all its faults, was something that I think brought a lot of new people into the game, for better or worse, um, and brought a lot of people back after the cataclysm that was the end of G era. hmm
1: um, and here's so, hoping that Overdress does the same.
0: Yeah, I just hope they handle it better on the back end. Um, so I guess that leaves it up to you the listener. Uh what did you think of uh Vieira? All of those questions that we uh that we asked. What are your answers to those? I'll I'll try I'll put them in the show notes just so you don't have to be like, "All right, so at 3702 they asked this one." Like put them in the show notes um mm-hmm. but uh yeah so thank you everybody for listening we will see you next week thank you to uh our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night especially our ten dollar patrons darren and cole uh if you want to help support the show you can go there uh donate five dollars a week or more you get a whole ass bonus show with us uh this last week we had commander jaime on because uh, Rupert was visiting his grandpa uh where can people find you guys online Oh uh, you can find me at, uh, at on Twitter at Wiggams Two g two Gs.
1: You can find me at Plasma Eclipse.
0: You can find me at Atlas Novak, uh Twitter, Instagram, or again uh find us at Nexus at night in the same places. Uh yeah, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. Uh I'm Rubier. And uh, here's he is a day that will live in infamy. And have a good <laughs> night, everybody.